This is Paul Lam, and you're listening to the Path Hunters Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you unleash the beast from within so you can fearlessly pursue your own path and passion. Join me on this weekly journey filled with inspiring stories and actionable contents. Become a Path Hunter today. episode of the Path Hunters Podcast. Paul M is in the house here. Hope you guys are all doing great today. Uh, this episode, I really had to bring my friend Jan Keck back into the podcast here because it's been a while and I really wanted to catch up with him and I thought it'd be wonderful just to capture a conversation with me and him anyways. Um, so, you know, some amazing news that, you know, he's he's a new father-to-be. Um, you know, he's he's I'm asking him about his feelings on that, what his thoughts, and, and how has that changed his dynamic of his of his basically life and, and how he takes on his business now. So it's quite interesting to hear that. Uh, what is he up to now in his new projects? Ask deep questions. Um, I love the premise in this business because like it's going to be exciting. I can see so much growth in that. Uh, like I said, I thought it'd be wonderful to go capture this conversation and just catch up with him as, at the same time. Um, so yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode with my friend, Jan Kek. So ladies and gentlemen, um, I have a, a good friend of mine that was in like the first episodes when I first started the podcast and a good friend of mine. Um, it's a wonderful opportunity here today just to have a little catch up jam with me, me and, uh, and my guest here today. But, um, I really wanted to get into a deeper dive into, uh, what's going on, but, uh, introducing a uh, Jan Keck in here in the house. Jan, what's going on, my friend? How's it going? Well, I'm just going to drop the big news right from the beginning. So that will frame the timeline that I'm working with. I'll be a father in October. Wow, that is amazing. I didn't even know that. That's <laughs> Congrats. Seriously, I Thank need, you. I need like a, a little like a, a confetti or something like that. For you. Congratulations. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, my God. That's like me and my other friend, Paul. Like, you know, he's having a baby this July. And congrats. Huge congrats. It, cha- it changes a lot of things. It changes a lot of things. And it actually got me inspired to do a couple of things that I probably would have uh, procrastinated on for a little bit longer, but now it's like okay, there's a deadline. There's what, what a couple of months left. What, yeah. What were those? What were those things? If you don't mind um, talking about it. Yeah, I would love to. Um, so I realized that I some of the work that we were doing with our video marketing agency that me and my business partner have been running for almost like six over six years now um, weren't really fulfilling me as much as another project that fell into my lap which is um, the Ask Deep Question Cards, which is basically a set of cards that each have like this meaningful question on them. And they're meant to um, like improve all your dinner conversations or like I originally created for a camping trip so we can have more meaningful conversations in the car and around the campfire. And I basically created um, the first deck. I started selling it. And I was thinking, oh, yeah, if one day I will turn that into a product, I'll do like a Kickstarter campaign and I'll I'll turn it into a, its own business that at one point makes me passive income where I don't have to do fulfillment. People just buy it and I get money um, on the business side. But on the other hand, I really got excited about the possibility of starting all of this, these meaningful conversations without me having to be there. 
Yeah. So I, I love yeah. that. Wow. So so I love that because um, you know, considering like I said, like you're you're having a baby very soon. I, I wanna get your thoughts on like if you're nervous about it. Uh I know like it gets you out of your comfort zone, like doing um, you know, kind of um analyzing your life and seeing we were just talking about this off record a little bit, how you really wanted to take a look at what is the, the income aspect of it instead of doing something that's front end, front end something similar to like video a lot of like youtube like you and i have talked a lot about like vlogs and stuff and podcasts and stuff but um at the end of the day like these things realistically don't generate uh income directly right so you have to think a lot about the back end of it so i'm curious i want to get into uh you know you know these cards of yours and 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 where have you taken this so far? And then I want to get your thoughts as a becoming a father. We can get into that one afterwards, but yeah. it'll be fun. It'll be fun. I can see like a smirk on your face because like you're excited about it. <laughs> yeah. So the, the funny thing is that I never thought about creating a physical product. Like with our video marketing agency for the last like two, two and a half years, we've been working so hard creating digital products. Yes. Because you can scale that a lot easier without yes. spending more like you create it once and then you can sell it over and over again. Yes. With the cards, it's like I actually have expenses with every deck that I produce. And then only when I sell it, I make profit, which means you have to put in this upfront investment to even get cards produced. And in the beginning, I thought just from having conversations with people and I did a lot of playtesting. Yes. I invited people for like meetups and drinks and dinner. And we always did deep question cards I knew that I could probably sell easily 100 cards, 100 decks of cards when I launch it. But then I also was thinking, well, that's that's playing small. That's playing it safe. Like if I know I can sell 100, then I should probably get more than 100 printed. Yeah. So I ended up getting 180 printed, which was like, I have no idea how to sell 180, but it's just outside of my comfort zone enough to challenge myself. Um, and that was last year in October that I launched them with an event. And since then, I think I've sold over 300 decks of cards. I love that. I want a deck of cards, by the way. I, I've been meaning to, to ask you about it when, when we meet again. But um, yeah, I definitely want a deck of cards because I love it. Um, can you give us an example of, of what these kind of questions are about a little bit? Um, I know yeah. the whole purpose of it because I, too, am... You and I very we're very similar. We we love having having deep conversations, and maybe that's why we get along so well. And and we enjoy just very the the intimate part of it of just sitting together in a room, eating food, or just drinking wine, whatever it is, and just really diving deep into like the soul. And instead of your typical, oh, how's it going? How are the kids? How are the those bland questions you and I both hate, right? And and um, so so what are the whatever what are some of these like questions that you have mm-hmm. on these decks? Well, so the deck is actually split into three different levels, from like the what I call just below the surface type questions, which are the curious cards, to uh, a little bit deeper, which invite you to share more personal stories. The brave cards, so you actually have to be brave to That's go so there. Cool. And the deepest level is called vulnerable. Because I think if you get to that place where you can share vulnerable stories with someone else, that's where you connect the deepest and the fastest. And I actually have this quote on the box which says, uh, relationships travel at the speed of vulnerability. Um, Which means if you want to like speed up your relationship building, all you have to do is be more vulnerable around other people. But a lot of times that is really scary. 
Yes. And um, that's why there is three categories. Like you start having a conversation and you take one of the curious cards, which has, for example, one of the questions I really love um, is what does the word home mean to you? It's like something to to start out. And then when you go to brave, it's uh, it goes a little bit more personal, a little bit more intimate. Um, one that I just randomly picked says, what is one thing people always assume about you? And is it true? Oh, I love but that. then you get to like the vulnerable cards, which I actually tell people it's questions you might not have ever shared with anyone or even yeah. like answered or thought about yourself. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times they're making you remember experiences that, that are not the most fun. Yeah. But again, it's about being vulnerable and being in an environment where you feel you can be safe to share those. So one of the example questions is, when have you felt the most alone? Oh, I love that. See, so like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm so glad, by the way, I'm so glad that you are the, the, the I guess, like the ambassador, the, the creator of this, because I've never seen anything like it, right? You and I haven't, and, and these things are wonderful. And the reason why I personally want my own deck as well, too, because I want to go and, and really sit down and dive with people as well, too. I can picture this into like events and like campground. You're right. Like, that's amazing. Congrats on this. And, and I'm so happy and proud that, you know, that I get to know you and, and see this kind of things coming together. So it's awesome. I love that. Awesome. Yeah, it's been like it's been amazing to hear the feedback from people and seeing what it can create, like the emails that I get from people who bought a deck that I don't even know because some friend or somebody bought a deck of cards, they invited friends for dinner and then they experienced it and then they ordered one themselves and then they host a dinner and they have other people there. Like it just spreads like very slowly at, at yeah. the moment. But I feel that everybody that has one of those conversations immediately gets it why this is so important today. Like especially with... Um, I think people being a lot more disconnected from each other yeah. and people feeling more lonely, although you're surrounded by like so many people, it's, it's really needed to, to have those, those conversations that make you really feel seen and heard. I love that. Oh yeah, I agree. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't agree with you more because like I said, like it's, um, you're right. Our world's a little bit disconnected more than more than usual, and and I can see why these kind of products are needed. Um, shifting gears a little bit, I'm curious to know that you know, are you still doing like agency work and stuff right now? Like because like what's uh, what's been the because like now, like I said, baby's on the way. Mm -hmm. what's, what's your thoughts like? Because like you you told me off record that you know you were thinking about a lot about the income aspect of it. What did you do? Like what what are you what what what's driving that now? Like what's uh. What's bringing I, that I had, Yeah, I had a moment where I realized that after October, which is when our babies do, I probably won't have a lot of time to experiment and try things. So I said, this is pretty much now is the time to experiment and make things work and really quickly try things and iterate and keep doing that until I figure it out how to actually turn this into an actual business. Yes. Um, before October. So in a way, I have this fire under my ass to get me going and start creating. Yeah. And in the beginning, like we were chatting before, I was really excited about a YouTube series that I had ideas for. I actually started doing um, a podcast thinking that, okay, I'll just do like a podcast a week. But then I stopped and thought about, okay, so I have this podcast, I have this YouTube channel, 
where will I send people? Because right now, I'm not making a huge profit with the cards because I still produce them at very low quantity. Yeah. So to actually get a bigger profit margin, I have to invest more money to get like a thousand, three thousand, five thousand decks produced. Yeah. And um, I don't have that capital to invest myself, yeah. which means I have to run a Kickstarter campaign. Before that, I have to figure out the printer that can deliver me the quality that I want. Yes. So there's all these steps that I was procrastinating on and thinking, okay, let me just start promoting this. But even if I promote it right now, I'm not going to make money from just selling cards. Ah, okay. I got you. Okay. Because I was going to say, like, because you and I both know enough people where we can actually brainstorm right now into mm -hmm. a marketing campaign for you and stuff like that. But I, I understand now because ideally you want to have a solid income where it actually does produce um, – you know, profit so that way you can reinvest it over and over again and it just makes so much sense. Um, okay, that makes sense, yeah. Because like it's something similar where I'm going into right now, I'm creating a physical product and, and just wondering if this would work. You're way ahead of me obviously because like you've already like created a product, um, sold some and you're, you're just basically just raising capital now, whatever, whatever that takes. Well, let, let me ask you a question that I was asked that changed everything for me. Yeah. Uh, which is... Uh, are you able to share what your physical product is going to be yet, or is it still secret? Uh, I can, I can actually, I can. Yeah, I can. Let's do it. Just, just is it like what? What type of of product is it? So, so the thing is, like, I've gone into something called Amazon FBA. Mm -hmm. uh, are you familiar with that? That's something that I want to get into with my cards at one point because then I don't because they would fulfill any yes. orders that come in, right? Yes. So, so the whole gist of it, basically, the whole, whole entire business model, is that is that you create a product, um, whether it's your own or it's or it's someone else's um, that's already out there in the market, but you want to brand it your own because like there's so many um, products that that are like let's just say like there's uh, the dongles. I hate the dongles by Apple, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? They're by Apple, but there's also an alternative that's cheaper, same quality, just branded differently, right? Right. So this is what the whole business model is about. You create your own products, mm -hmm. you you or you source it, and then you fulfill it. You put it on Amazon and you sell it, and that's and then you create a product out of that. For me, right now, it's in the photography business. Um, it's it's basically just a a a, a lens, a, a like a kind of like um, how do you explain it? Ah, it's like it's like you're supposed to protect your lens in a sense, right? But right. like it's just like it adds in different colors and stuff. And this, I, what's wonderful was when I found this. Right, I've thought about so many different products of the I want to build, but like you, what, you know, capital's the issue, right? Capital mm -hmm. Kickstarter campaigns the the issue now. But for me, I'm in the experimental part where I want to make sure at least this business model works, so that way I understand it. If I go at it at a, at a low cost, it wouldn't it wouldn't hurt as much. So so that's where I'm at right now. So it's like a lens that just just yeah, yeah. Well, the the <laughs> thing that I've realized with any physical product to get the cost low, you need to produce a lot which means yes. there's a bigger upfront investment. Yes. For digital products, that upfront investment is time. But um, So that's why I really liked the digital products that we were creating before with like online courses, yeah. uh, programs, things like that. Um, but then somebody asked me this question, hey, are, are you in the card selling business? And I immediately said no. So selling the cards is not the business that I want to be in. Yeah, but then the question is: Okay, so if selling the cards is not the main profit maker, what is? And is getting the cards out there more of my 
like low cost offer leading people to like a higher higher ticket experience or or uh, online content okay okay i get it so yeah that makes sense um okay so 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 that's that's the question right there where it's like you know do you don't want to be in the card selling business at all in a sense right well i i want to have that I want the cards. The cards right now are one tool to help people have more meaningful conversations. Yes. But that doesn't mean that it's going to be the only tool that I can provide. And it's not going to be the one like just thinking of one of deck of the of cards is 30 bucks. Yes. If I wanted to make 3000 bucks a month, I would have to sell 100 decks. Yes. And right now, because it's people would only buy one a deck once. So I don't have anything else that I, like I have to find every customer and once they bought, they're not my target anymore for the same product. Yeah, okay. So to get 100 people every month is a lot harder than if I sold something that is $100. To make the same money, I only would have to find 30 people a month. That's so true. And, and it's funny because like we're talking about this and we're almost somewhat brainstorming in a sense because like you're right. I have the exact same uh, problem right now with, with my online Instagram course right now. I don't know if you mm-hmm. – I, I started the online Instagram course and, and I wasn't too sure. There's only a certain amount of like hustle and people that you can find as much as like people say like you're thinking about from a scarcity mentality. There's still a certain amount of work to be put in, right? And And – and you're right. Like it's it's selling a, a small ticket item for you. I think for, I can see you. You make a rocking event. So so something like hosting a certain amount of events in a year um, or in a month. That way it will mm-hmm. generate amounts or or whatever it would be would be awesome. The other thing as well too. Another business idea that I had in mind was that um, doing collaborations. Right. So so a friend of mine, Jason, he has something right now called um, the Paradise Pack. He grabs a bunch of entrepreneurs, has a bunch of items, like a bunch of online courses that will get you location independent. But he packs it all into one giant pack and everybody gets a piece of the pie. But right. he priced it about 500 bucks for this package. But this package mm-hmm. is supposed to get you from zero knowledge to all to like full on like thinking about how to create a business on your own terms and everything. So it's really exciting. And I can see you teaming up with like everybody doing that kind of thing where it'll lead to an event. I don't know yet. We're just like talking out loud. It's just, yeah. I'm just, I, I'm just, I love this. This is like a business brainstorming session. So anybody who's listening is like, this is the process that you go through when you, when you're like building something new. It's true. You're right. Like, because like I said, like $30 a pop for cards. Um, like I said, it, it does what it does, but there's, there's almost a limitation for it. Right. So, so what, what are you thinking about now? Like, what do you think about where you're going to drive this to the next product? What, what would that look like if you want to, uh, you know, if you want to talk about it or not, it's totally yeah. up to you. I, I, actually, the first step that I, that I realize I need to do is anytime somebody buys a deck of cards, I need them to I need to get their email address so I can even offer them something else. Yes. Because like I already have an audience of like 300 people that bought cards that love the cards, that love the experience that it creates. So what else could I offer to them? So I actually print, just printed it right like yesterday. These additional cards that go into the deck that gives ac- people access to what I call the deep connector toolkit. Um, so if you buy the cards, you actually get a digital download of the cards. You get a video training video that I created on how to facilitate deep connections or deep conversations. And I'm currently writing a little ebook on how to host a memorable dinner party. 
So that's like stuff that people get for free if they sign up online. It. And then now the next step is figuring out, okay, what can I create for them that actually has value that they would pay for? So um, I'm running a workshop, an in-person workshop in Toronto in like two weeks. Yeah. Um, and I'm running the same workshop at the World Domination Summit in yes, Portland. Yeah, I saw that. It's awesome. Um, so I'm just testing out to see what people actually need because at this point I have a lot of ideas, but I don't want to create anything unless it's validated by my audience. Yeah, makes sense. You know, another thing as well too, like I'm just trying to think off the top of my head because I, I, re I like, you know, I think a lot about this in terms of as a consumer perspective when mm. i buy products i always see nowadays the common um common i guess like tactic i guess you can say where they have a little insert a little card in there and they'll have their own hashtag mm -hmm. like I, I bought a wallet called andar and they're like carry um I have that on here too perfect hashtag hashtag ask deep questions i love that yeah yeah so that's perfect and then that way you can tag them and then there'll be prizes that you can win towards a contest or anything like that and also there's also a coupon code within it that will offer like a, a certain discount if you you know buy the, your next deck or something like that where it kind of just trickles because like it's you're right like all these things you have to think about you make sure you want to give value at the same time because you and i both knew we come from a genuine place but at the end of the day we still need money mm -hmm. like as 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 truthful as it is right well, like I said, uh, I need I want to figure out how to turn that into a business and not uh, a charity. Yeah. Like I, I love I love the impact it creates, but it needs to create. Um, it like if I want to focus, if I want to go all in on on that, I need it to to pay my bills. Yeah, of course. And um, yeah, so I've been thinking about workshops, online programs. Uh, maybe at one point, I think it's going to become some kind of membership model okay um because i love like i've i've run some uh challenges like i i'm create i created a facebook group i feel like this is m so much bigger than just the cards i believe that there's like it is a movement of people who want to have more meaningful conversations yes true and um so right now i'm creating content for people who are running events and retreats and conferences uh where i just did um custom questions for mother's day for a friend of mine who was running a Mother's Day event, so it was like uh, 12 questions to ask your mom yeah. uh, to connect more. And that went really well. Uh, I just uh, sold a couple of bunch of decks of cards for some uh, dinners that are hosted at a conference. Yeah. And I think that's that's probably where where I can see adding a lot of value is it's not just the cards, but it's more more tools that even retreat organizers or event organizers could use to create those moments where people connect. Mm. I love that. Yeah. Wow. You know, um, I, I'm going to, I'm going to shift gears a little bit on you, but, um, before we move on, I want to go and, uh, just have a, give you a plug. So that way, like, you know, in case if anybody's <laughs> listening to this, they can buy yeah. it. Um, so where can they buy a deck and grab a deck from you, Jan? So the website is askdeepquestions.com. Super simple. All right. uh, I, I was not very inventive with the name. I was like, what is it? It's about asking deep questions. Oh, askdeepquestions.com is available. That's it. Why not? Take it, right? Yeah. You know, I, I, I love that. Okay, so perfect. I'm going to link this as well too in the show notes or into the descriptions as well too. Um, sweet. So so how, how's your wife, by the way? How's your wife? Been good? Pregnant. I know. <laughs> Along, right? So, so yeah. She, so no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. 
we're, we're like halfway through the pregnancy. So, so far, everybody's healthy. Everything's going well. Um, but she's also an entrepreneur, so she's also working. And that's something that probably is a bit scary looking into the future because there's a lot of things we have to figure out. Yes. Um, but we that still was, have a few months. That was one thing I was curious about as well, too, because, like, you know, your wife is, is an entrepreneur as well, too. And, and you know, she is creating stuff as well, too. And I love that. I love the dynamics of what you have right now because two, two heads is better than one. Let's be honest. Two heads is better than one. <laughs> yeah. So, so how's that going along for her? Like you said, she's working. Like what's, you know, why she, why she, is she working hard? Hope not because she's pregnant. Well, she, so she sells Colombian street food and her busy season is the summer and in winter there's not much going on. So we were actually joking when we were planning to have kids. Oh, we should make sure that that will have uh, like the birth is near, near the end of the year so we can take the winter off. Um, which we we almost got right. Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> Gosh darn so, it. So um, she'll probably close her business for the winter. Okay. Which is not that busy, anyways. But that also means I have to bring in double the income by then. Yeah. Um, that's that's awesome. No, because like I said, like I I love the dy- dynamic that you have right now. And then so as long as she's taking it easy and like she's still working hard and so it's just the way, like I said, you're a man on fire right now. Like you're you're definitely experiment. It's the right time. A lot of people call this the baby effect. Um, I've I've heard about it like years ago, and I was thinking, oh, I wish I was a dad so I could get like stuff done <laughs> faster, but. It's n- it's not all that fun. Like I think it's it's for me, as as the man, um, in a relationship. Yeah. During the pregnancy, it still feels unreal. Like it's not your body that is changing. It's my wife's body who's changing. So she is feeling a lot of things. For me, it's like I'm just trying to be prepared as much as I can, for when the time comes where I'm more involved in the whole process. Yeah. It's crazy because, like I said, my I have two other friends that recently just gave one just gave birth. Um, well, they're couple um, in May, so so newborn. His name is Mitch, and he's he's. He, I asked him the exact same thing, like, dude, what are you feeling like? He's like, they were just traveling at the time, and they found out, mm-hmm. and they had to come back home to the states, and and they had to settle down. They have to find a place. They didn't have a home because um, they're digital nomads. So they were just traveling. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they settled back home near mom and dad, and it was just it was just kind of a big adjustments. Like he he's back in the corporate world again. So he was like, I was like, dude, how does it make you feel? Like, what does that feel like right now? He's like, you know, at first, you know, I I feel you know awful going back to the corporate job, but the thing is, I'm okay with it because like you know it's like it's, like you said right now, like as the man in the relationship, you got to prepare for what is coming, right? It's like the the preparations of before the storm it's a good storm and not a bad storm but like it's it's like i said it's it's fascinating like i said so so what was your first thought of all this and and what what's really really changed in terms of like your routines now and everything not much yet <laughs> aside from that i feel like i'm working like two or three jobs and a lot of my weekends i'm now working because like I said, now I have the time, I have the flexibility. I'm doing a, a couple more uh, trips in the next few months because now I don't have to be home. And I just want to make sure that once the baby comes, I am home and I'm available for like to experience everything and um, like for both of us to support each other. Yeah. So it's 
right now not much yet but i actually was thinking because your your friend said uh, went back to get a corporate job i have contemplated several times applying for a job in in corporate or at a company and becoming an employee but i also have thought well right now i have the flexibility of running my own business yes i can actually be home with my kid and hopefully still get work done right now it's it's very theoretical and a lot of unknown so i can't really know until um the baby gets here if it's a baby that cries all the time and i literally can't concentrate at home because it's so loud who knows maybe he sleeps the whole time and then i can get a lot of work done um just with my laptop sitting next to the crib i don't know um <laughs> i'm just trying to be ready for it and then you'll just have to like take it one step at a time it's it's one of those things where you just can't really prepare until it yeah. happens yeah i know ah oh, man what's been a struggle for you uh, of all, you know in general not not you can't be tailored to that but like what's been a struggle lately for you it definitely has been around like money and income yeah because i've invested a lot of my my savings to get like cards produced and i right now i think i did three orders of cards and every time i put out money that i don't really have to put on my credit card because i know i want to keep this going and the same time it's like well i need to actually sell the cards but i'm not making huge profit on it so it's this yeah i i should be saving money that's yeah. at least what i what i'm feeling right now but it but i'm investing money yeah. and it's it's really hard to keep um playing the long-term game here. Yeah. Like that's what I'm trying to focus on, not thinking of short-term. And um, yeah, that that's definitely one thing that, that's been challenging. What's, um, what are you doing to alleviate that? What, are you meditating still or what, what, are, you, what are you doing? I've, I never really got into meditation. I've attempted many times, but- I know, it's hard. <laughs> it just didn't work for me. Um, I know. I, I think actually something you'd appreciate going to the gym has been yes. one of the things that <laughs> has been definitely keeping me more sane. Yes. Um, and I even now, so I, I go to a class at my gym, which is like an amazing community. And I almost feel like I don't want to miss a workout because people will be asking me, hey, where were you yesterday? <laughs> um, but even now on the off days when I'm working at home and I'm really hustling in a way trying to get as much done, done as i can um i'll try to go to the gym like before lunch at least for like 20 30 minutes yes. get something out because the longer i sit on my desk the harder it is to actually stay motivated and uh be productive yeah so i'm just switching up my my work environment a lot uh, yeah you, you me yeah. both you know um our bodies are meant to move period like biologically we're move we're creatures we need to move like what we do now right now sitting in front of computers and stuff is unnatural in general um so it's good that you're using the gym to like alleviate um the, the, the i guess like the the keep yourself level-headed um mm -hmm. i like that because like i said like you need to take care of your health at the end of the day like your money i know like i'm in a similar boat right now where like I want to make sure at least I want to get a good workout in the blood flows throughout, throughout my body, um, get all the health shakes that's in there as well too. So take a look at some health shakes. Um, take a look. I, I know, mm -hmm. did you ever start drinking bulletproof coffee? I think I wasn't too sure if you, 
No, I haven't. I'm I'm not a huge fan of bulletproof coffee, but I'm 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 a fan of 100% organic Colombian coffee. My <laughs> okay. wife is Colombian, so I that's know. why. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's um okay, so but yeah, like just just taking a look at like different things that will get you like um gets you gets you in the right mindset and stuff because like i said like i too for me i don't know if it's similar for you where it's like i'm sitting here and as time progresses if when i'm i'm not doing anything i get into a spiral and i don't do anything and then i didn't and then i realized an hour or two hours passed i'm like what just happened that that's so i've been noticing that lately too because there are things that i just don't want to i don't feel like i want to do yeah and it's total procrastination so yeah. Yeah, even getting like that's why I actually have uh, this filing cabinet that I'm using as a standing desk right next to my actual desk, so I can just like move my laptop over like two feet yes. and um, like work from there a bit. I use our balcony a lot. I try to actually the the one thing because like the cards that I create are all about creating like deeper connections. Yeah, and I'm investing a lot of time and effort in like relationships right now as well. So um, I try to at least have a call or a meeting every every day with somebody and have meaningful conversations because that's really what keeps me motivated. And the more I talk to people about what I'm creating, the more I can see in their faces how how needed it is. Yeah. And it just that's that's like the other thing that keeps me motivated to go back there. And sometimes it's let me remove all the stuff that is distracting me and that I'm procrastinating on off my plate yeah. so I can focus on that. So it's almost like in the morning, let me just get all that stuff done I don't want to do so the afternoon I can just focus on the stuff that fulfills me. You know what? It's crazy because I love that and I'm going to put, put that into motion myself because like like I said, since you know, last time we spoke, I w- you know, last time we were together actually, we were hanging out, I remember it. Uh, I was leaving be, leaving to Thailand. We had dinner together with mm-hmm. all the guys and um, from our from our men's you know men's workshop. And um, you know, I haven't had the exact same kind of like feeling where like you know we get together and and we get motivated. I I know why you're doing that because like I said, like it motivates you. Um, they get you hype. Um, you know, you want to help others at the same time. They can help you in a way by sharing that energy. Um, so yeah, kudos to you. I'm gonna implement that in my life because I don't have enough of that personally mm-hmm. myself, and I need it. Um, Actually, the the funny thing has been. And like one of the things that I love the most is either hosting dinners or going to other people who host dinners or brunches or other like little get togethers with like a smaller group of people of like six to eight. Yes. Uh, maybe. And I've realized that anytime I go to one of those events, I sell a deck of cards to every single person on the table. If we actually get out at least a couple of cards to answer some of the questions. Yeah. Because as soon as people experience the power of, of it, they're sold. So. For me, it's like I'm investing maybe 30 bucks in a dinner, but if there's five people at the table plus me, I'm selling five decks of cards. Yeah. It's a really good in- investment plus so much fun. Yeah. Come over to London. We'll make an event, I swear. Yeah. And it'll sh- be you awesome. Should, you should I'm- invite some, some of the local people over there that you want to connect with. Even like I always invite to my dinners at least one or two strangers that I don't know. Like I'm yeah. hosting a brunch on Sunday that I'm actually quite um, excited about, but there's two people. Actually, three people I've never met. 
I love it. I think I'm going to do that because, like I said, like I need this more than ever before. And it's something where we're, we're very interactive creatures, right? Like I said, like being an entrepreneur like this, you have at times you feel isolated and it's not a, mm-hmm. it's not a good feeling. And doing anything you can, whether it's going to the gym, um, taking your vitamins and like milkshakes and stuff like that, like I do, um, making sure you're I'm just trying to be optimized as best as you can. It's, it's never perfect, though, but good job for going to the gym, by the way. Love it. <laughs> Thank you. It's yeah. It's about again, it's it's funny how after a while everything just kind of aligns. Yeah. And I've realized for me going to the gym is a bit about like staying healthy and being fit, but a huge part is because again there's a community there of people that I actually built friendships over the yeah. over the time that I've been going and um like we go for food together. We do activities together. Like we threw a birthday surprise party for my trainer at the gym. Uh, he invited me to his wedding. Like we're pretty close. And um, otherwise, I would probably go somewhere else. I love that. You know, what's, what's your biggest why? You know, why do you do what you do? I think I've always craved that, that connection. Mm-hmm. Like that deep, meaningful connection um, with people and that community because and I'm trying to, I'm still exploring that. But because I grew up as an only child, mm-hmm. I think I always looked for that connection in like other groups. Yeah. OK. And when I was growing up, I was always part of different communities. I was part of the like I, I, I played handball, soccer, tennis. I was part of like politics and like event organizing and I just did like everything, summer camp, you name it. And I had built my network to the point where I would walk down my hometown and rent, like I would always meet someone. And there was this running joke that when there's a journalist in the um, like pedestrian area in my hometown, they would always know me already and then interview me and then I get <laughs> published in the newspaper. Um, and that. that was actually not that, not that um, made up. Like it, it happened so many times that, yeah, my friends were joking. They probably have an archive with like your pictures at the newspaper <laughs> already. You know, you're like the um, prom king yeah. then. You're like the prom king, you know, when you like walk into like the place and like just wave hi to everybody. What's up, everybody? What's up? What's up? You know? Yeah. And and when I moved to Canada, I had to recreate that. And I wasn't really doing it consciously because I only knew one single person when I arrived here uh, 10 years ago. But now I feel like I got was to it your a wife very similar was place. Was it your wife? No, it wasn't else? my wife. No, it was someone else. It was somebody that uh, didn't exchange with my university, like a oh. girl from Toronto that didn't exchange change in Germany. Oh, okay. And it was her couch that I crashed on for the first few days because that was the only person I knew and I didn't have a um an apartment yet at that time. Oh man. Times has changed, Aeon. Eh, it's like it's insane to see all that and to see your growth. I love that. Um what's been something like you're very like proud of and and excited for? Besides the baby. I know the baby's pretty exciting. The baby is pretty exciting. Um <laughs> The cart, the cart is like my 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 other baby that is pretty exciting. Um, yeah, I I think if if not talking about those two things, there's um, some experiences I want to create near the end of the summer that just get people out of the city and away into nature to like disconnect 
Are you making but your own camp reset? Is that what it is? It it is not a camp reset. It's not going to be that big. Um, okay. Like I camp reset. I think this year, which is an adult summer camp outside of Toronto, this yeah. year I think they're going for like five six hundred people, oh and God. that is that is too big for me. Like I That's the first time I the first time I went, I think it was like a hundred hundred and fifty people, and that was like already quite big. Um, no, I'm thinking more about like smaller intimate experiences. Um, I did a camping trip last year with eight people thinking something maybe like 20, 25 people. I love that. You know, that, that's so good. And that's enough people. I agree with you. Cause like, you know, Camp Reset was like, man, Camp Reset's like 500 people. That's a lot of people. Yeah. You'll, you'll like for the rest of the year, I still now meet people that go like, Hey, I know you, you were at Camp Reset. I'm like, I've never seen you, <laughs> but Oh, if man. you say so, it must be true. <laughs> oh man, you know what, Jan? I think you know. Uh, just you and I, just rifting off right now. It's just, it's just. I could see you selling your cards and then having like a a kind of like a tour. So from city to city to city to city to city, and creating these smaller events, intimate events. Um, I don't know what that kind of looks like, but I can see that you can host. It's an idea that I had for sometime in the near future when. I really want to have an intimate group about like five or eight people and living on a villa in Thailand or something like that. So we can like learn from one another and, mm-hmm. and really do like yoga, if the foods I'll pay for because it's Thailand, like all these different things and just enjoy a, a villa out by the waters with the mountains. Like that is ideal for me. Yeah. What's holding you back from doing that? <sighs> Capital. You know, all, all you all you need to do is find the villa, and then start selling it to people. Yeah, there. Yeah, procrastination. Then, <laughs> this is like vulnerable here. But like the thing is, like for me, whatever it is, like I don't I don't know if you operate in the exact same way. But for me, it's always building up small momentums for do, for you to get the confidence to go after the things that you want. Right. Um, I. Th- I think I think I went about it really uh, in in a in a in a way that didn't work with me. But I noticed that as I progressed, I made an online Instagram course. I loved it; it turned out really well. And now I'm working into my own private, you know, my own products, and then about to create my own. Like later on, um, you know, inventing my own product. And then, like I said, just these are small steps and milestones that I like to take because, like, it just for whatever reason, it's more manageable. Do you know? It's like. Yeah, I, I totally get the idea of building the momentum, but I may be a little bit different in a way where once I know where I want to go, I'll just keep doing little steps in that direction. Because mm. to me, like the selling a like white label product on Amazon and creating your own product, I know you're going to learn so much from like the first one that you could apply for the second one, but it's yes. still two different directions. Yes, it is. And I'm... Like I have so many ideas on where I could take this company Yes. that I always have to tell myself I can have everything, just not everything at once. Yeah. Let me just pick one thing to start with and focus on that. Mm. Yeah, no, it's true. No, I agree. Oh, man. What's um, – okay. So so I'm going to – I want to be – what time is it? Oh, my gosh. So we got, <laughs> we've got like 10 more minutes. We've been talking – I love it. Um, I'm going to ask you a few more questions, but before we do that, um, I'm going to you know give you some time just to, for those path hunters who wants to stalk you online. Where can they find you? Um, 
social medias and stuff like that? Yeah. Well, so if you go to askdeepquestions.com, it actually links to my personal website too, which is jankeck.com, but it's harder to spell. So just go to askdeepquestions.com. You can check out the cards and then just click on one of the other menu buttons and you'll find my personal website and all the socials are up there, YouTube channel, Instagram, Facebook. That's like the three main places that I hang out. Okay, awesome. So we're going to put that in there as well. If you grab a deck, guys, because like I said, like it's always good to have, um, you, you know, have I, – I, I love to carry these kind of – I personally hold um, a, a Monopoly deck with me, those little Monopoly deal decks <laughs> with me. Do you know what I'm talking about, Jan? Yeah. And um, now, like I said, like I'm going to order one from you and I'm going to get one and carry that around instead because that's way more fun. It'll transform every conversation you're having. For sure, That's what I and, want. That's what we and want. the cool the cool thing, as I, I shared earlier, now when you get the physical deck, you also get a digital deck for free, and like those other resources, like how to host a, a dinner. So if you want to host some dinners, that um, I'm actually right now finalizing writing it. So I'm hoping that by next week they'll be up. Sweet, I love it. So I don't think, you know, when I started this podcast, I think when you were on last time, I didn't have these questions for you, but now I have like new questions, I guess, they're kind of newish. But, um, <laughs> you know, if uh, for, for, so this is called the Path Hunters podcast. When you think about the word Path Hunters, what comes to mind? I kind of had a feeling that that's the question you're going to ask me. <laughs> um, but really quick story. I, when me and my business partner for the video agency, Natalia Cantor, when we met, we met working on a documentary project called Roads Less Traveled. Yeah. And this was all about people choosing to live unconventional lifestyles and going against what society expects you to do and carving their own way. And I feel like Path Hunters is just a different way to describe the same, the same type of people. Yes. I love that. And that's what it's meant for anyways, because I love that, you know, it's, it's people searching their own path. Love that. Um, so picture yourself in Dundas Square. You and I have been, it's busy. Four o'clock yep. in the afternoon. Let's, let's say four o'clock in the afternoon. It's hot. All right. You, you're, it's busy. You're, you have a cardboard sign that you're able to write one message or advice to impact all these people's lives going by in a positive way. What kind of message or advice would it be? Um, I, w- I will pick the one that I put on the cards or some version of it. On the cards, it says, let's have a conversation that matters. Um, I would maybe say, have the courage to start a conversation that matters. Yes. I love it. One of these what days. I, go ahead. What, whatever like that, that means to you. I love that. You know, uh, one of these days I'm going to have like a, a, a challenge like that. I just don't know when or how I'm going to do it. I just really want to save it for something really cool because I want to hold my own sign and stand on Dundas Square and really do that. And I just, yeah. That that fits exactly with the theme I have or the ideas I have for a YouTube series. So I, I will let you know. We should do it. Yes. I love it. All right, my friend. Thank you so much. You know, congratulations on the baby and congratulations on the business. I'm excited to see how everything unfolds for you, my friend, because I am, like I said, I'm stoked and I'm glad that we caught up and we got to capture this conversation again. And it's always um, nothing but love for you. And I'm excited to see how you know, things unfold for you. Thank you so much. It was great catching up while, while recording this episode. So hopefully people <laughs> listening got a little bit of value from this too. 
second, guys. That was, that was Jan Kek in the household. Honestly, I love it. Jan, thank you so much for jumping onto the podcast. Thank you so much, all you Path Hunters, to show up every week. Honestly, you guys are all amazing people. Love you lots. If you guys have any questions or anything like that, send me an email, paul at pathhunters.com. Have some a great one. Take care. hope you guys enjoyed that remember to subscribe share and review thank you for taking the time for listening to this podcast you can always find me at pathhunters.com stay awesome and know that you can become a path hunter today